We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome in to No Other Pod, another post-victory podcast, which is how we Uh-oh. like it. I am Jimmy, and he's Dan. Dan, what is up? Hey, what's going on, man? How are you doing? I am always doing well after a Sporting KC victory. How about you? Well, uh, 1-0 is still a victory, but then I think it's DC United, and uh, it doesn't feel as sweet as it should, but hey, we'll take it, right? Yeah, we'll take it. Look, hey, three three points uh, is three points, and right now, uh, none other than Sporting KC is first in the West with ten points through five games. Um, they've got the most. Well, that's goals. pretty exciting. Yeah, most goals in MLS scored at ten, tied with the Red Bulls and New York City FC. So, look, man. We, we, we kind of got what we asked for. They, they maybe fixed a little bit of the defense, like you said. I know it's D.C., but we'll uh, we'll talk about all of that in uh, in a pretty good amount of detail, especially since our loyal fans came strong with the questions and comments this oh, week. Oh, they we came got, hot, man. Yeah, we got some good fans, huh? We do. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's uh, – it's, uh, you know, I know we've said it before, but we got, we can't thank you uh, guys and gals enough for, for listening you know, this we'd just be talking to ourselves if you guys didn't uh, listen to us every week. So we can't thank you enough. Uh, keep bringing those comments, those questions. We'll uh, we'll try to <laughs> we'd read still them all. do it too. <laughs> we we would talk to ourselves. <laughs> we we would we would still publish this every week, and we'd just be like, hey, yeah, and we'd force our significant others to listen, and that would be about it. Um, That's true. Does your significant other listen? She okay. Well, she usually hears me live as I'm doing it, so she's like, yeah, that's good. Um, but yeah, she listens. <laughs> but she so, can't hear me, man. That's all that matters. You, no. That's she she, she hears listen. you. She's she hears one side. Yeah. I know. That work. <laughs> Marissa will so, be like, hey, what did Jimmy say when you said this? And I'm like, you'll just have to listen. Yeah, listen to find out. That's, that's called hey, a tease. <laughs> hey, we had no, uh, no new iTunes ratings or reviews this week. So you know what that means, folks. If you have not done that, please, please, please go give us a, a review on iTunes. We'll wait. You can go do it right now on your podcast app. Click the show. Scroll down. Click five stars, probably, because we're great. 
and leave <laughs> us a little comment. Tell us, tell us what's up. Tell us how you found us and what you like or what you don't like. So, if you haven't done that, please and thank you. Take care of that for us. Yes, sir. Thank you guys so much for doing that. Um, but like we mentioned, Sporting KC beat DC United one to zero at Children's Mercy Park. I couldn't be there because I was at a wedding, so I had to watch it the following day. Uh, you are in Chicago, so you couldn't be there either. And you had right. a little bit of divided attention because of a little school called KU was playing in something called well, the Final Four. Yeah, um, I was watching Villanova spank KU around. So I, I, I'll be honest with you, more of my attention was on sporting because that, uh, that, that <laughs> game was not fun to watch. That was, that was the better game of the two, that's for sure. It seemed to be, yeah. <laughs> um, so tell me, as you were watching it live, what was uh, what was your reaction to what you, what you were seeing and how the team was playing? Well, first of all, I, I want to thank you. Uh, I want to let you know that I didn't let you down for giving me the keys to the Twitter. Well, and uh, you know, if you guys know, J- Jimmy does a majority of our tweets, um, except for like the super funny ones. Those are usually me. <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> I'm just kidding. But uh, I had the keys Saturday night, and I didn't say anything offensive. Um, that's that's a first for me. I'm, I'm I'm normally pretty offensive, but uh, <laughs> you didn't so, start yeah, a fight with an opposing club. I almost did that. Nah, you know I, I wanted to. I was I was about to go get us blocked by uh, by Steve Birnbaum or something, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't. You know I kept I kept it tame. I don't need yeah, any dude. other enemies. Marlon Harrison. Yeah, one's enough. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, it was good. I, I we were watching it and and it really doesn't feel like we scored a goal. Okay, I mean everyone out there, we know. I mean they counted that as a goal for Felipe and and that was that wasn't right. So, yeah, so that was that was weird to me. So yeah, I mean right off the bat, third minute of the game, uh, I was about to say Felipe scored, but I'm gonna say the ball went in the to DC's net because yeah. As, as as a lot of you saw, I mean, what? So it, it's it's strange goal. You know, Felipe found the ball kind of at his feet around the uh, the the corner of, of the box. Um, and look, credit to Felipe, he drove in toward goal, kept control of it, and then just kind of put it in toward the middle of the box. But then the ball just bounced off of a. a it wasn't on frame. Was not on target at all. And no, and, I think he was ball, cutting it back. I think so too, because. Shallowy was making a run, and and uh, I think it it might be Zusi who was making a run behind him, or, or yeah, somebody was making a run. He'll um, never admit to that though. They'll be like, "Hey, no. were you were you cutting it back?" And he'll be like, uh, "No, of course not. Of course not. I was shooting." Yeah, obviously I was shooting, but you know, damn he, liar. He, he looked like he was cutting it back over to the the penalty spot, and it just bounced off the right, uh, the I guess the left leg, and then the right leg of a DC defender, and snuck in right into the. Uh, Right inside the post, past uh, David Usted, who couldn't do anything, and um, and yeah, then it was a goal. And originally, did you know? They, did you know he played for uh, DC, David Usted? I did because Dude, I didn't know only that. because I was yeah I was weirdly following his story in the off season because it was very strange. He 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 wasn't eligible for one of the drafts for some reason because he made too much, like it like he couldn't be in the reentry draft or something like that. But he, the, Vancouver didn't want to pay him. He was like a TAM player, I think, so they didn't want mm-hmm. to pay him that. So he got cut, but also, like, it was very strange. He couldn't, he basically didn't have all the options like other players did. So I, I, I remember him signing for DC. 
Um, well, he seemed like but, a mainstay for Vancouver, so that was kind of weird. Yeah, it, it is a little weird. Um, every time I see him in a DC jersey, it it, it, it just seems kind of weird to me because I, I always picture him in that Vancouver jersey. But um, Well, I'll you know, tell you this, this though. This... Well, I mean, sorry, he... Uh... I, I I tweeted out. I said, anyone uh, does anyone else not know that uh, David Osted played for DC? Anybody? <laughs> and uh, no one said anything. So no, it's just me. <laughs> it's just me. It's just you. Yeah. Yep. Literally, it's just you. Everyone else in the world knew. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, look, this goal wasn't really his fault because he's not expecting the ball to bounce off his defenders, both of his defenders' legs, and he's kind of on the other foot, and there's no way he can just shift his momentum entirely on a dime from with the ball three feet away coming at him. So, you know, it's, it's not really his fault. And, and Nate Bucati even said on the broadcast that they, the official score credited it as an own goal. And then they later changed it, which is weird. Um, I don't, I don't know why. Um, it doesn't feel like it should have been a goal. What's even weirder to me than them crediting Felipe with a goal is at least on, uh, the, the timeline on MLSsoccer.com, they gave Kyrie Shelton an assist. What? So, I don't really know okay. what he did. Well, they'll take it. Assist. I mean, Felipe, five goals in five <laughs> games, right? I think so. I mean, okay. he's, uh, he's on pace for 34 goals. I mean, he's on, uh, on pace to be the best player in the world with those numbers. Yeah, well... Let's not get a little ahead of ourselves. Well, I'm just you know, saying. There's a, there's a man out there named Zlatan who's scoring a goal about every nine and a half minutes. <laughs> well, so, I'm just, uh, how many goals you got to score to be be the best player of the year, though? Like, what's the most someone's ever scored? Um, that's a good question. I should know that. MLS Soccer single season. No, I figured because you're record. like you're like that Guinness Book of Nerds uh, when it comes to soccer. <laughs> <laughs> I I should know that. Um. Well, crap. I I was I I'm gonna look, oh, here we go. Most goals single season twenty seven. Three players have done it. Uh, Roy Lasseter for the Tampa Bay Mutiny back in nineteen ninety six. Um, but then uh, Wando in twenty twelve and Bradley Wright Phillips in twenty fourteen. Oh, so, well, there you go. Yeah. Uh, Felipe's coming. So, Felipe's coming. He, he, he's coming. If he plays this left. weekend, we'll have to hit on that. He, I mean, he might not even play. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, I saw that Sam McDowell said he's kind of listed as day-to-day right now mm-hmm. um, as of Tuesday when we're recording this. So um, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that in a little bit because I know we got a, a question or two about what happens if he doesn't play. Right. Um, but, yeah, man, third. so look, third minute, you're up 1-0 at home. You're, you got to be feeling pretty good. And, and yeah. it seemed to me like even though – Yes, they didn't score outside of that. I don't know if you felt this way or not, but like it just seemed like Sporting KC <laughs> was dominating the entire game, and there were they they outside of maybe one or two plays were never in any sort of danger. Did it feel that way to you? No, 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 not at all. They, uh, dude, we had most possession as always, and we were just coming for the goal, like. Non-stop. We were not letting up. We were determined. shots. Oh, yeah. And they had, like, what? Eight? Twelve. Okay, twelve. Twelve, but four, uh, six of them were blocked. So. It's a big deal, man. Yeah. I mean, they, we're, we're pressing. We're pushing hard. 
Just because I think we knew that, hey, we're not, we really didn't score that goal. We need to get another one on the board and actually score against these guys. So, I don't know. I wouldn't feel too great about the win because they – but like you said, D.C. has pretty good defense, right? Uh, yeah, they're they're fine. Um, you know, they – well, no, actually, they're not fine on defense. They've allowed uh, – they've allowed mo- – I was, I was thinking – I don't know what I was thinking, but they've allowed 10 goals on the year, which is... Uh, That's the most, isn't it? Which is the most the most in MLS. And we we um, were tied for 10, yeah. <laughs> we were tied, yeah. I, I don't know what I was thinking that first thing. But yeah, we, we were tied. We both had nine heading into the game, and then uh, we got the clean sheet, but we also scored, so they are the worst defense hey, in MLS right now. we're not the worst. At, at 10, um, it's good to not be the worst. That's great. So credit to us. That's a good thing. Um, but, but, but yeah, I, I, I think for me, how many times as a sporting fan, like, especially like, we're, we're going to jump to the end of the game here for a second where like, it's a one goal lead. You get to that last 15 minutes and you're like, I've seen this movie before. We're going to do something stupid. We're going <laughs> to give up a goal and we're going to lose two points or we're going to lose the game entirely. Cause it's a draw. Yep. Like, you know, and, 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 and we're going to all come out of there pissed and, for whatever reason, when I was watching this game, I didn't get that feeling. Like, it was only a one-goal lead, but DC never looked threatening enough where I was actually worried that we were going to give up a goal. And there were even moments in, in the last, you know, 15, you know, 10, 5 minutes even, where we probably should have scored. Like, we probably should have won that game, like, 5-0. to zero. So... I never felt nervous. I don't. I don't know about you. No, I agree. I. I I'm always going to be a little nervous because I mean they, like you said, anything could happen, dude. A deflection or a, or an own goal of our own. I mean, before you know it, you're tying DC at home, and and they've been they've been little bugs the last few times we've played them. You know, we we tied them yeah. at their place last year, and and then they. Uh, were you with? Yeah, dude, you were with me and and Marissa when. Uh, when they played us at home and it poured rain and there was a delay, remember that? Yep. And we yeah, we were dancing out in the rain. We decided to stay <laughs> soaked until Marissa was like, "I'm gonna catch cold. You guys are stupid. I'm going inside." <laughs> yeah, she was a smart one. She was. <laughs> but they they beat us that night and it was like, "What is going on?" So yeah, I was a little I was a little yeah. nervous this time. I really was. Sporting was zero and six. <laughs> or they. They were winless in their last six matches against DC United. Uh, they, the, DC had beaten us three times, and we had drawn with them three times. So, uh, yeah, you're right. This was a little bit of a, a monkey off the back of Sporting KC. Um, you know, DC hasn't been good for a little while, so there's really no reason we should have been in that poor a form over the last six games against them. But, but we were. But look, you know, I think you and I both said that we thought this would be the first clean sheet that we got. And yes, it's against DC and no, they don't have the world's greatest offense, but it's a start. So do you think this could be, you know, a, a building block or, or maybe even a turning point to, to getting the defense back to where it needs to be? Maybe not back to exactly where it was last year, but at least better. I, I don't know if I'd even go that far. I mean, you're going to have a huge test this weekend. I mean, you're going into LA and I know we're not transitioning to L.A. yet, but they've got attackers, man, and our defense will be tested. Now, so will theirs, because they let up goals. They're, they got garbage defenders. So, 
I'm just saying. Yeah. They're all old. <laughs> they uh, are. I think Ashley Cole is like 74 and has half a leg. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> so there's, there's going to be a lot of opportunity there. But, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that here in, in a little bit. Um, but, yeah, I, I just came out of this game, you know, we're – we're not going to be able to average three goals, four goals a game. That it's simply not how it's going to work. But I was really um, encouraged by watching the team be able to hold a one-goal lead and 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 never really take their foot off the gas, even if they couldn't find the net a second or third time. Um, they never looked panicked, and and they never looked uh, like. They they were just kind of sitting back and, and just playing to keep the one goal lead. They kept they, they kept attacking and they kept looking like they wanted to score. You know, Jimmy Madronda had that first time uh, volley Dude. that just went over the bar. That that was different. That had some and, wicked you know, had spin. Had he taken that a yard farther out, that was a goal. Yeah, I don't know how he does. I don't know how he does those shots. Like the spin on that ball, I was like, oh my god, he about did something sweet there. Yeah, it, uh, it, it it really kind of defied gravity almost. And then um, Johnny Russell had a chance at a goal. He just kind of made a mess of it and, and didn't really he, – he, he shot the ball right at uh, David Usted. Um, <laughs> He's going to get goals. He, he knows He's gonna he can get do better than that. Yeah, I, I'm not too worried about, about Johnny Russell. Um, but but I don't know. I, I, I was really encouraged by this game. Um, I, I think, you know – there's been a lot of talk about in the preseason, as we know, about where are the goals going to come from. Um, what you know, we don't have that designated player striker. Well, through five games, like we said, we have the most goals in MLS, or tied for the most goals in MLS. But with no little, designated striker, no designated player striker, um, and that's okay, get, I think. Well, this is why I think it's okay. Get a little little stat nerdy <laughs> on you here for a few seconds, real quick. Y'all know I like my stats. Um, <laughs> I, I like to look at expected goals to see, okay, look, are we just crazy outperforming what we should be performing and, and getting lucky, or are we actually taking quality shots and, and should we be scoring this many goals? Um, and Sporting KC's expected goals is about nine, and we have ten goals on the year, and, and, and that's really good. That's right in line, and, and we have the most expected goals on the year in all of MLS, which means... We're not getting lucky with these offensive shots. These are good shots, and these goals are goals that we should be scoring. And this is a trend that is different than Sporting KC ever had before because over the last, I don't know how many years, if you look at Kansas City, uh, we're always underperforming what our uh, expected goals should be. Last year on the season, uh, our expected goals were uh, just over 50. And we only scored 39, and that's kind of what we've been doing. So this is the first time that we're actually keeping track with our XG, and, and that's encouraging to me because that means that something's working offensively. So uh, oh, there's my that little makes sense. stat nerd out for the day. So that's um, got an abbreviated it's XG for expected goals. Is that what you're telling me? Yes, sir. Interesting. Yeah, they, I mean, people smarter than I am have whole algorithms to calculate based off of where a team shot on the field and, and the circumstances in the game, and they assign values and all that and create an expected goal value. And basically it's like this is what we would expect a player or a team to score based off of where they shot and the context <laughs> of the game and all that. So it's kind of cool. Like there's, a, there's a stat for everything. Like uh, 
what what will be the the haircut of choice by majority of players you know what i mean <laughs> that's yeah there there is a stat for it i mean there's expected assists which is xa there i mean there's all sorts of stuff it, it, if if you really want to get into it you you can go check out americansocceranalysis.com they have whole tables that you can manipulate and stuff if you're kind of a, a, a stat geek like me but um you spend but, yeah, a lot of time I, on there don't you I do. I I I have way too much time on my hands, apparently. Um, <laughs> that should be a song. <laughs> uh, maybe by a band it's, called Sticks. It is a song. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, I know my weird '80s rock bands. Um, there you go. But yeah, all that is to say, like our our offense is doing well. So hopefully it keeps going, and if we get that DP striker, it'll be just that much better. So. Um, yeah, man. Let's. Uh, you want to check out some of the comments we got from listeners for this game because we got a bunch. Yeah, we got um, quite a few. I, I saw those. So, uh, you know, the one of the questions that we got uh, was was from our, our listener Austin Finkelde. Uh, he, he he asked actually a couple questions, but he he said, "Who do you think should start at left back on the road, Madronda or Sinovic?" Madronda has more attacking power than Sinovic, but Sinovic is better defensively. So this kind of leads into something else I wanted to ask you about the mm. DC game is Jimmy Madronda's performance. Um, and, and, and what do you think of what you saw from Madronda <laughs> versus what we had seen from Seth? Uh, I mean, when Madronda's been in the game, Sporting hasn't let up any goals. So is this Madronda's position to lose now at left back? You know, that's interesting. Like, why not utilize them both? Um you know, Austin makes a good point, um, in a sense that Seth could could come back and and help with the defense more because we're gonna need that with LA. We're gonna need that. I, I really think that. So you think Sinovic gets the the start against LA? Uh but you know, even Peter was saying like you want to get these players into a rhythm, and it's like okay, uh-huh. Seth had four games of rhythm. Is Jimmy going to get four games then? I mean, because that would seem only fair and kind of see where they play out. What's nice is you can use them both. That's great. Or you can use Seth and bring in Jimmy for some firepower in the last 25 minutes or 20 minutes. Yeah, no, you're right. That's a good point. Um, His other question, and and it's another good one, Um, if – if Felipe is out Sunday, does Johan get the start at, at the number ten? And so oh, when man. when Felipe got uh, hurt, y'all better in this hope game, he's not out. <laughs> yeah, um, that would that would be a big bummer. Um, but but Felipe came out in the 53rd minute, just after halftime. Didn't didn't look terribly serious, like I'm, we mentioned before. Sam McDowell says he's day to day, but Johan came in and he actually played the number ten for really the first time this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and Which really shows how I versatile looked, Johan is. Yeah, for sure. And and I thought anywhere. he looked I thought he looked better this game than he has in any of his other appearances, and I think that's because he's playing his, his natural position. So one, what what do you think of him and his performance against D C I guess, but but two, to to answer Austin's question, I mean, I think if if Felipe's out, it's it's got to be Johan starting in the midfield, right? I know it's gonna have to be, and then we're then we're talking rhythm again. It's like, man, Johan isn't in that rhythm. He's he hasn't been starting games, especially at that position. So, 
we're just in trouble. Yeah, and and uh, you know Felipe and Roger Nate mentioned this a bunch during the broadcast, but they seem to have a really good partnership together in that midfield. They they just work well together. Looks like it. Um, yeah, they know where each other's going to run and, and and where to put the ball. So might take a little bit of time to get that connection if Johan does make an appearance there in the midfield. Um, but look, he's a DP. He we spent almost a million and a half dollars to even acquire him. Yeah, if he's got if he's worth that money, you got to be able to count on him to come in and, and at least start some games. Otherwise, what are we doing? Um, yeah, absolutely. So maybe it's a good test. I I I don't know. I I, <laughs> I certainly would like to see Felipe in there, but um, it'll be interesting to see what Johan can do under under pressure, especially going against a, a team with all the hype that LA has right now. So. Uh, they they definitely have hype now. People actually care. People are actually buying tickets and being a bunch of fair weather fans. So <laughs> I gotta say, f them, f all of them, f all of them. Quote uh, Dan Cousin. Um, <laughs> and, and and then the the, the last question uh, or the last couple of comments here, I guess, is is one from a listener, Darren Meeker. Um, he said he's still getting used to soccer because he's a first-year fan. So, first off, welcome, Darren. Happy to have you and yeah. as part of the SKC uh, family. It's awesome. Uh, love he every... dove right in, dude. He's already in the podcast world. That's Hey, welcome to the, uh, welcome to the addiction. It's the Viva a... la Resistance. <laughs> it's because he's a smart man. He's like, look, I'm a new fan. What do I need to do? I need to listen to these two people. Uh, and that's exactly <laughs> yes. right. Yes. <laughs> I listen um, to these two chuckleheads he says he uh he loves every bit of going to skc games and uh, this past weekend he felt like we were pretty aggressive but we still don't seem to be hitting enough of the shots uh still missing a little team chemistry and timing um and, and yeah i mean he's right we we should have scored more um i don't think felipe going out helps but um right what's this guy this guy his name's darren you said darren meeker Darren Meeker, he, he probably needs to go leave an iTunes rating and review, I would say. <laughs> uh, thanks for being here. <laughs> yep. Uh, dude, but I I think it's awesome that someone uh, just got involved for the first time this year, man, and has just, you know, immersed himself in the culture and going to all the games now. I mean, that's I, from a guy who was that person. It's just a really cool feeling and cool to hear from someone else. Absolutely. And I should have mentioned this from the very beginning of the podcast, so forgive me for not doing this, but as an illustration of one, how awesome our listeners are, and two, how awesome the SKC family is, um, shout out to uh, one of our listeners. His, his name on Twitter is Bob and Weave. Um, this dude managed to get Dan and I each Ike Bike bobbleheads. Um, yeah, dude. And he's the real MVP of the game because we, we wanted those bobbleheads. I don't know, you know, how he works. I guess he had his 19-year-old son with them, and he said that the girls were more than happy to to give to give his son some more bobbleheads. Um, had it been you or I there, I don't know if the girls would have been well, maybe you, but not me. They wouldn't have been as happy to give me some more bobbleheads. <laughs> um, but uh, oh, that's awesome. That dude, I just shout out to Bob and Weave. Um, thank you so much. For, no, I'm shocked, man. For That's doing very that cool. We're gonna owe him a couple of beers um, at a future game. I know you. You let me know when to sell you some money for that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, but hey, no, the uh, uh, did you see Ike put online 
uh, he, he took a picture of his own bobblehead and he said, is this me or Damon Wayans? <laughs> I did not see that. <laughs> Um, <laughs> and it kind of looks like Damon Wayans. Does it? Oh my god! I need it. Well, now I gotta go look up a picture to see if it does. Um, I now was I need ask it more you, and need to put a hat on him for major pain. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna ask you who had better form, the Ike bobblehead or Cristiano Ronaldo for the bicycle kick. Um, oh man, definitely Ronaldo. <laughs> but uh, Cl- Ike, Cl- Ike seeing his big ass do it was cool. Yeah, close, close second to Ike. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then. Uh, Another listener, Colin, said, uh, do you think we'll see more defensive performances like Saturday throughout the next few weeks, or will we continue to struggle like we did for the first month of the season? And um, I guess that's as good a transition as any to, to say, okay, well, if we're looking ahead to what the next you know, games are, the very next one is the LA Galaxy. And I don't know if you all have heard, but they have this guy named Zlatan and he came in and he only played 19 minutes, but uh, he scored about a 50-yard well, goal on his first shot, and then he scored the, he uh, the game-winning goal. So um, I don't know. Well, and then Seattle comes to town the week after, so it's like we're gonna get tested here these next couple weeks. All right, we can't we can't get a big head. It's time to buckle down and and really do something here. Yeah, I I, I don't. I, I hesitate to say that all of our defensive woes are solved because one game doesn't necessarily mean anything in MLS. But having said that, it is encouraging to see that we had a first clean sheet. And, um, you know, I hope that we can keep up that momentum. It'll uh, it'll just be a little tough. And um, as, as another listener, Marcus Carson, said, I just hope our defense is back and we can keep Zlatan from scoring Um he goes, we can lose the game. I just don't want him to score. I don't know about that. Um, I'd uh, I'd rather have Zlatan score and we win than we lose and he doesn't score. But um, but I that's know. true. It's 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 gonna be tough. Um, you, my good friend, are going to be there. Uh, Dude, I'm I'm amped, yo. I'm yeah. like pumped up. Yeah, did. Uh, so I'm sure you watched the the LA Galaxy LAFC game, right? I didn't see the whole game. I was uh, oh that was on Saturday. Yep, I was seeing Ready Player One. Good movie, people. <laughs> there you go. I saw that a couple days ago. Uh, it's great, right? Yeah, I enjoyed it. Um, kind of makes you not want to be on your phone anymore. Like it's like let's detach for a minute, all right? Let's stop being addicted to our phones. Yeah. It kind of made me want to go into like a virtual Mario Kart world. <laughs> so that right, that sounds fun too. Yeah. Uh, no, but yeah, no, good, 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 enjoyable movie. Uh, especially if you have movie pass like we do. Um, there you go. <laughs> we are now a movie podcast. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, then I saw another movie. No. <laughs> so uh, yeah, no, the the Galaxy LAFC game that was also during the wedding I was at, so I only got to see like ten minutes of it. Um, yeah, I saw highlights from Zlatan, of course. I mean, I was so pissed. I was like, really? He would come in and do all this. He yes. would do this. So LAFC got up 3-0, um, and, and it looked like it was just all them. And you're like, man, are they Game going to play Zlatan? There's no real reason yeah. to play him at this point. Well, then the Galaxy got one back in the uh, 61st minute. Um, then they got a second one back in, in, in the 73rd minute. And all of a sudden, you're like, Okay. Now it's a game. Yeah, you know, there's actually a chance. And in comes uh, Mr. Mr. Zlatan in 
uh, the 71st minute, and he, you know, like, what, six minutes later, on his first freaking shot of the game, just launched this 50-yard ball that just just was a world-class goal. Was that (laughs) his first MLS touch? Like, did he even touch the ball before that shot? He did touch it, and the only reason I know it is because he had this hilarious quote that was like, when he was running down the field the first time and got his first touch, like, he got really tired. So he was like, (laughs) I didn't want to run down the field anymore, and I looked up and saw the goalie, so I figured I'd just shoot it. And I'm like, of course, because it's Latin, so I'm too tired to run, so I'm just going to score from 50 yards out instead of five. Why not? Dude, and it wasn't, okay, it was amazing that it was on frame, but that goalie was way out of position for that because he thought, he didn't know that ball was going to get headed forward and Zlatan was going to take that shot, so he was way the hell out of his goal. So, in in all reality, that shot, that goal was never going to happen. It shouldn't have. Yeah, I mean... You're right. There's no reason that the goalie would necessarily expect that to happen other than the fact that it's Zlatan Ibrahimovic on the field and and he's going to do whatever it is that he wants to do. And uh, he he put it on frame and it was impressive and and what a way to announce his presence in uh, in MLS. And you thought, okay, well, that's a pretty good goal. Um, Don't know how he can really top it. And then you're like, oh, yeah. He's Latin, so he's going to go score a stoppage time winner to have LA Galaxy come back from a 3-0 deficit and end up winning 4-3. And then he's voted MLS Player of the Week after only playing 19 minutes. Stupid. Um, Stupid. (laughs) This world is insane. This MLS world is nuts. Yeah, it... um... I, I don't know what this really does to the perception of MLS because we started feeling like we were kind of moving past that retirement league stereotype um but no, I, you know no, we're not then we have 36 year old slot who hasn't played in a year and is coming off blowing up his knee come in and in 19 minutes just destroys everybody um hey, so let me ask you this he's not 90 minutes fit right you can't expect him to play to start the game this sunday right I, man i i don't know like that's a good question i wouldn't think he's 90 minutes fit um you think they bring him in in like the 60th minute or something? Yeah, it, it kind of it kind of feels like that's probably what they're gonna do is is like keep working start his way working his it. minutes up. He's gonna play. Like there's no way after that he 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 doesn't play. Um, it's I mean, just if, a matter if he's playing. a super sub like that, why the hell do you need him to start? <laughs> that's a good point. Um, but come on, dude, that was against LAFC, whose defense is not all that great either. So. Yeah, they're, that's they're a high-scoring still... game, and all all they proved was that hey, neither one of our defenses are very great, and that's what yeah, we proved and... against the fire and against uh, you know, everyone else we played. Yeah, no, you're right. I mean, um, you know, LAFC, they've they've played three games, um, they've let up five goals, four of which were against uh, the Galaxy, but you know, one of their games um, was was against you know, the the Seattle Sounders, and uh, they're in dead last in the West right now with zero points. Um, and, you know, they just their other game was against RSL, and, and they won 5-1, but they just haven't had enough games. So they're, they're, we don't really know still even what to expect from LAFC. So 
it's hard to really you can't really take anything from that Galaxy LAFC game other than it was a lot of emotion and, and Zlatan is good. So other than they're really letting the opposing fans have it, like they're having a heyday with it. Yeah, yeah, they are. Uh, All of a sudden, Galaxy fans are out of the woodwork, and it's like stop. You realize a crap ton of your fans abandoned the Galaxy fan base to go be LAFC fans because that did, felt like an LA team. Did you see the video going around Twitter of there was a guy who was in a Galaxy jersey, and then when LAFC went up 3-0, he took it off and was wearing an LAFC jersey underneath it? Gee, man, oh, Christmas. Like, come on, dude. Probably did put he put the it back on? Jersey back on. Yeah. yeah. Dude, oh, my God. I can't even... They just make me mad, and it's like they were their ticket sales were at a low, and people say this is a great stadium to watch a game in, and people weren't going, and then they announced Zlatan, and ticket sales and prices go through the roof, and it's like, okay, well done from the marketing standpoint, but I, I would never wish injury on someone, but I hope he blows out his damn knee, and y'all are screwed. <laughs> um. Well, hopefully not yet because I uh, I'm gonna be in Portland later for the Sporting KC Portland game. Um, but I'm gonna be there a week earlier and the Galaxy play in Portland, and I just bought tickets to go watch Zlatan and the Galaxy play in Portland. So I don't. You're gonna see two Portland games. Yeah, I wasn't planning on it, but then I saw that they were playing the Galaxy, and I was like, I probably got that ticket. You're transitioning Um, to ah, dude. Are you gonna grow like a gross beard too, so you can just be a Portland person? Man, even if I wanted to grow a gross beard, I couldn't because I have no <laughs> facial hair. Because so. my hormones are at an all-time low. No. <laughs> um, excuse me while I go uh, take my steroids and uh, drink some whey protein. Um, oh, my God, just shooting something up in your bum. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, hey, does, I, uh, your, does your beard grow in red? It does, yes. Oh, I figured, so. you Irish bastard. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anywho, back to soccer. Um, Any hoosers. Yeah, so, look, it's going to be a test for the uh, Sporting KC's defense. Um, if for no other reason, then Zlatan's probably going to play at least 25 or 30 minutes, and, and we can see that he can score in short periods of time, and he can short score quickly. Uh, you know, so Bob and Lee, our friend who we mentioned earlier, says that he thinks – uh, Sporting KC will need Espinosa to help Eichen Beesler, uh with Zlatan. And, and sort of, uh, he thinks that we should play for a tie and, and, and just pack in the defense. Um, I don't yeah. think you need to pack it in. I mean, Zlatan's one person. It's not like he has... He doesn't have the freaking moves to, like, break ankles. You know what I mean? No. But does he the need dude to just... if he's scoring from 50 yards? No. <laughs> I mean, that's true. He doesn't. He just gets in good spots, and dude, I'm, I'm getting excited just like thinking about it. I'm gonna be so hopped up on kombucha, I'm gonna get nuts. <laughs> you're, you're going full LA. You're just gonna go straight. Bro. First thing you're gonna do, drink some kombucha. Go find Stop. a vegan have restaurant. You, have you had that by the way? Have you had that drink? I have not. Bro, Should I? they make like 19 different flavors. It is like, I I loved it. I I felt like I could fly. It I replaced my coffee with it one day, and I was like, oh my god, I'm like bleeding from my eyeballs what is this caffeine in this thing <laughs> <laughs> you, you just check it out and it's healthy as crap for you but you know where i heard it from is where matt beasler was given the tour of pinnacle the training facility and he said they got kombucha yeah. on freaking tap really yeah and i was so i did pinnacle. some research yeah 
And, you know, I'm big oh. into playing soccer and working out, and I was like, what does kombucha do for you? Like, why do athletes drink it? And, you know, they, like, replace their coffee with it. They'll drink it after a workout or before a workout. And I was like, huh, well, I'm going to get some of this so I can be uh, be as fit as those guys. Anyways, I got off track. Go. But, yes, I'm going to be hyped the hell up and, and <laughs> yelling my butt off. So you'll uh, you'll be with the Rodrin, which I imagine will be a pretty uh, pretty good squad. Um, you think so? I mean, I, I don't know if they if that many people travel to these far games, do they? I, I mean, the, the Rodrin usually travels pretty well. I, I would hope that there'd be a good you know fifty sixty people there at, at least. Um, look, man, it there's supposed to be like snow here in Kansas City on Friday, so I think people would love to have an excuse to get to right. LA this weekend where it's going to be like sunny and sunny. That's so, true. Uh, yeah, plus you got, like, Disneyland and stuff, which is kind of cool. Oh, dude, um, I'm going to spend so much money. <laughs> but, uh, okay, so, you know, Bob and Lee was saying play play for the draw. What do you think, realistically, uh, we can expect as a result from this game for Sporting Casey? I, 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 think it might, I think it has the potential to be a draw, like a 1-1, but Peter always says, you know, we don't play for the draw. We go in and we try to win. So, yeah. but will any coach ever say, yeah, we played for the draw? I mean, I don't know. Will, would anyone ever say that? Uh, Tim Howard said it when uh, we played Trinidad and Tobago, and that went well. Yeah, that uh, went real great, didn't it? Yeah, so uh, <laughs> well, we probably shouldn't just say we're going to play for the draw. Um, but I don't know. For, for me personally, I, I think it's it's going to be really – really hard um to expect oh, wow. a win Toronto um, scored again by the way yeah they did I've been I got on my iPad here it was a phenomenal goal they're gonna end up winning 3-1 tonight so uh they're gonna that's be fantastic good that's a good that's a good um, position to be in yeah no it's it's a real good position for them to be in um but you know I realistically I think it's gonna be tough for Sporting KC to probably pull out a victory on the road because I think there will still be a lot of emotion and uh, a lot of adrenaline from, from the Zlatan debut, and I think L.A. will probably try to capitalize on that. Oh, absolutely. Um, it, it, we're going to have to score so, or, score early. We're going to have to get one early. Yeah, I, I, I think you're right. I think they're going to try to score early. I think they're going to press hard, um, especially if Zlatan's not starting. I, I Look, they're going to try to get two goals or so at least before he comes in because – not that you expect to give up a goal when he comes in. He's played 19 freaking minutes, so who knows? Maybe it was just LAFC's bad. I don't know. Um, dude, the dude but... is something else, and he knows it. And I'm like, you hate cocky bastards, but when you're that, when you're good, I think you're allowed to be cocky. I don't know. He, he's not humble in the least bit. <laughs> no. Dear Los Angeles, you're welcome. He calls um, himself God, and I'm like, okay, please, Lord. Uh, he's photoshopped uh, aim, his face onto Jesus. <laughs> aim, aim the um, lightning over there, please, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I will say, and maybe this is frustrating as an MLS fan because of all the quality that we've seen in the league, they're talking about MLS and the Galaxy on ESPN on shows I've never, ever heard them talk about soccer before. Um, so, yeah. Maybe that's good. It's good for Maybe sport. it's a short-term sacrifice to get more attention on it. I don't know. Um, but, look, I would like to stomp the Galaxy because 
there's a, a galaxy podcast out there called corner of the galaxy, you know, shout out to them. They're, they're kind of like a, what no other pod is except for the galaxy. Um, they were, they were, you know, they were talking a little, uh, little smack on SKC saying mm. that maybe we're a little bit overrated. So, um, you yeah. know, I'd like to show them that, look, we're, you know, we're not, we're, we're, we're a good team and, uh, and, and we we're atop the West and that's where we belong. And, you so. know, go light up their Twitter and, uh, let them know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We, we actually offered to, uh, to kind of do like a, uh, a, a crossover thanks to, um, one of our listeners, um, his, his name's Scott Koppel, I guess. Um, yeah, that'd be cool. You know, he's, uh, yeah, he's, um, he's a galaxy fan, I think, but he, he, uh, he's wearing a sporting he kit in, Kansas City. In, in the picture, right? Yeah. Is he? I couldn't tell. Looked like he had the white um, kit on, but, uh, that's a good idea, Scott. I mean, uh, I know he's listening, but, uh, I'm, I'm always open to do something like that, man. Uh, banter back and forth with the opposing supporters and, you know, tell them why we're we're better than they think we are. Yeah, do a little crossover. Let them know what to expect from Sporting KC. We'd love to hear, you know, what Sporting KC should expect from the Galaxy. You know um, how I see that conversation going, by the way. Tell me. If we're on there with this guy, you're gonna be so analytical with your stats, and I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> get emotional and be like, "Suck my dick, dude! Shut up! Shut the hell up!" <laughs> and you'll be like, "Dan, Dan, it's okay." And I'll be like. Sorry, Jimmy. I just lose my head, man. When people talk, people talk shit, and you'll be like, uh, "The fiscal year of these stats," and uh, you know, I, lo- I lose my mind. G plus the XA, my, yeah. Yeah, so. acronyms, acronyms, and I'm like, "Shut up, dude! G- suck it!" <laughs> <laughs> um, but it would be fun, and it would be entertaining. So, it would be. Basically, we should do it. Um, Hit us up. So, if you're listening. Mr. Corner of the Galaxy, which I don't know why you would be, except you follow us on Twitter now. So we if would you're uh, listening. Yeah, we'll uh, anytime, anywhere. Um, no, but really, uh, it is WrestleMania week. Um, That's what I'm talking about, brother. <laughs> no, we we we'd love to do a crossover. Um, and if not this time, then then in the future. If it doesn't work out this week, then in the future, standing invitation next time SKC plays LA Galaxy. Let's let's do a crossover pod and. And we'll have a conversation. I think it'd be good. Um, so yeah, what's uh, having said all that? Do you have a prediction for the game that you will be attending, Sporting KC versus LA Galaxy? Yeah, dude, I think it's gonna be a one-one. Um, but gosh, dang it, wouldn't it be something sweet if we just went up there and and did it like three nothing? That would be cool. Um, I don't. I just see... don't know if we have that. So, but hey, hey, we went to Chicago, dude, and we we won 4-3 at Chicago, or was it 4-3? Yeah, because we went up 2-0, and then we were down 3-2, and then we won 4-3. We we scored four goals away from home, so it's like, it's not that we can't do it, and then we just went to Colorado and laid an egg, but, uh, dude, we could win. We could win 2-0. I mean, I, I could see it. We could, and, and to be fair, so the Galaxy are in third in the West right now with seven points, um, the only reason they're in third and have seven points and they're not down with Colorado, Houston, and RSL below the line at four points is because Lawton's wonder strike. Um, otherwise, they would be, uh, you know, one and one at home. Um, so they're not invincible. I mean, 
not by any stretch of the means. They've let up six goals in four games. Like, their defense is not great. They're, they're, they've been struggling with some injuries. Giodos Santos isn't the all-everything player that people thought he would be at first. Um, right. Yeah, they're a, they're a beatable team for sure. Uh, I don't think... I don't want to sound like a hater. I don't think we only let up one goal. I think if Zlatan plays 30 minutes, I think he probably finds the net, and I think they probably find another one at another point. But I'm going to say we draw 2-2. Um, and, and look, if we get a draw, I always say, and I've said this before, you get a draw on the road, I'll take it. Just get points. That's true. Um, That's true. So I'll I will tell you this. Am I, am I an absolute loser if I try to get my Man United kit signed by Zlatan. <laughs> no, I mean, you hate not. to do that. You hate to go watch your team at someone else's stadium, but then when you have someone that you're watching of that caliber who clearly was signing autographs last time before the game, I mean, pff, what do I do? Like, I do, while he's signing it, do I say, oh, thanks so much, man. By the way, F you, you're going to lose. <laughs> <laughs> Well, do you think he'll sign it for you if you're wearing SKC gear? I, that's what I told I Marissa. Know. I was like, do I got to wear a zip-up? Do I got to wear some zips so no one can, uh, so no one knows <laughs> I'm there, like incognito? I might incognito, have to. Incognito, undercover. Pop on some glasses, Clark um, Kent style. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think he'd sign for you. He seems like the kind of guy that like doesn't really care who he's signing for. He just wants to know that people like him. Um, yeah, but then I got to worry about the Galaxy fans next to me. Like, what are you doing? Get the hell out of here. And I'd be like, shut up. I paid for this ticket. Just kidding. It's free. <laughs> Y'all probably paid $150. I got it for free. Um, oh, that's so true. But yeah, no, hey, man, good luck. If you can get it, that's awesome. I don't blame you at all for trying to do that. So Would you do it, um, you think? If I, was, if I was a fan of Man U or another team he played for, and I could, probably, yeah. Yeah. Like when 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 Colorado came and played Sporting KC for the first time after they signed Tim Howard, I was all geeking out cuz I'm a sad Everson fan. So, Oh yeah, you tried um, to interview him, but you didn't get you didn't try for an autograph or anything. I didn't know. I I didn't well, cuz I was there as media and they would What if you were there? What if you were there as a fan and Romelu Lukaku played for the team and you, would you try to would you try to get his autograph? If I wasn't there as media, then yeah. Well, Yeah. I don't know, maybe not, because he, he he disrespected Everton pretty bad. So, <laughs> okay, okay, any any other player though. <laughs> um, okay, but when when Tim Howard was there with the national team, I I tried to get his autograph um, when I was there just as a fan. So it didn't work out. Didn't work out. No, I did get to interview him uh, at the All Star game last year in Chicago, and it was the stupidest question, um, and he was like probably like why am i talking to this person because i was like um tim what does uh what does a draw against a club like real madrid say about the quality of mls now and he's probably like this <laughs> question again for the 80,000th time like one they didn't have ronaldo two like this was like, their starters played for like half a minute like yeah <laughs> doesn't say anything but i was like i gotta ask him a question so oh my gosh i don't know but no, I don't go for it, man. More power to you. You can I mean, get I think it. I have awesome. to. I think you got to try. I mean, I'm. I. How often do you even go to Los Angeles? How often will I ever see him play in person? I mean, it's, it just feels like you hate to do that because you're playing him. You want to be like, screw you, dude, and stick it to the man. And 
tell him to go lose, you know, hope he blows his knee out. But then you kind of want to, oh, my God, it's kind of a once-in-a-lifetime thing. Yeah, I, I don't blame you. Um, I don't blame you at all. Do you know, do they play Chicago this year at all? I was trying to look up. Um, oh, they do. I think oh, they man. come to Chicago. They come to Chicago on uh, April 14th. Just I mean, that'd be, oh, April 14th. That's the week. That's right when we get back. Yeah. Oh, Kevin Hart's Two's in lot, town that weekend. He's twice in a week. That, that would be bananas. Um, Is that a nighttime game? Uh, I don't know. I just closed out on my schedule. Um, I don't know. I got let's it. Let's see. It, no, it's an afternoon. 2.30. Nah, that's dumb. No, dude, Kevin Hart is hosting some kind of fitness rally down here that day. Okay. Yeah, so I'll check that out. Could be fun. <laughs> um, okay, so yeah, we both think it'll be a draw this week. Um, you know, <laughs> but we're hoping for a win, so we'll see what happens. Um, you never know. That's the beauty of this league. These these predictions are, are stupid, by the way. I mean, we do them because it's fun, and we're never right. We're never right about them. But one of these days we're going to be, and we'll be like, ah, oh, we told all of you. We told all of you we'd be right. <laughs> <laughs> no one's uh, no one's ever right about their predictions. I mean, no. like, look, people who are supposed to know what they're talking about, they're, they're never right either. So, um, And we are not those people. We are not those people either. Um, yeah, so uh, we're coming toward the end of time here. Um, I'll, I'll just say a say quick goodbye. couple other highlights from, from last week, and then I'll ask you what other game you're looking forward to this week. Um, Dwyer did get a brace last week as Orlando City got their yeah. first win. One was a foul, um, so shouldn't have counted. One was the dumbest goal. Did you uh, see him foul <laughs> the crap out of Luis Robles? Yeah, he like pulled him down and then what a crap he headed the dude. ball. Well, and then like the ball, he headed it, and I think it like bounced off his teammate and then into. The, I was like, that's not, that's not no. a goal for Dwyer. Doesn't count. Give me a break. Stop pulling down Robles. It was just, it was the stupidest. I'm a hater. Um, <laughs> but uh, Orlando City did win four three. Um, the Timbers are still bad. They drew against the fire so they're in second to last place in the west um really it was a, 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 a mostly a bad week for for the west the dynamo lost to the revolution 2-0 at home san jose lost to new york city 2-1 at home um colorado won 3-0 against philly but then seattle lost at home 1-0 to montreal um not, the west is not doing very well um which, which is good for us, and we got ten points. So no, absolutely. Uh, good for Let's keep good that for up. SKC. Um, as you mentioned, there was some midweek CCL action. Toronto already beat Club America three to one, so they're going to be heading to Mexico with a two goal advantage. That's uh, a big deal. Now that might not mean anything because they they are a very good team, but it's a good start. And America got that away goal. So it's true. If I'm if I'm Toronto, I'm trying to get an away goal, like for sure. If they if they can get one goal and they're up four one with an away goal, oh man. That's gonna be tough to overcome for America. But Oh dude, if if Club America goes up two nothing, then Toronto loses, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah. If if they go up two nothing, there's no sucks. way Toronto's coming back in Mexico. Oh so. that sucks. But um Wednesday night, uh, 
New York Red Bulls play CD Guadalajara in Mexico. Red Bulls have been in a hell of a form in the CCL, so, um, you know, I don't know. They 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 have a, a chance of at least getting an away goal or two. We'll see. Yeah, um, they got a good chance of, of going through, so, I mean, I'm, I'm excited about it. But it's 9 o'clock, so I'll be sleeping. <laughs> so, uh, look, looking toward MLS action next week. I don't know if you have the schedule open or not. but I'm I got gonna, it right uh, here. So, I'm not going to read through the whole schedule. People can, uh, can go look at it themselves. But outside mm-hmm. of L.A. Sporting, which is Sunday night at uh, 8 p.m. Central on Fox Sports 1 National TV, is there any game that jumps out to you Pacific. that is must-watch? Uh, Atlanta and LAFC. Yeah, that's the one for me, too. I mean, it's it's on ESPN. And big players, man. Carlos Vela, he's the deal. Uh, Joseph Mati- Joseph Martinez, he's the deal, too, you know? Yeah, Diego Rossi um, for LAFC. Miguel Almiron. Benny Fellhaber's playing. Which uh, which fan base is more annoying to you at this point? Is it still Atlanta United or has LAFC caught up? Still Atlanta. Yeah. Because they're they're trying. They're really trying to understand soccer. <laughs> yeah. I uh, did you see the tweet going around of the Atlanta fan, who she was like, I'm uh, I'm an Atlanta United fan, but just bought the ticket because got to see Zlatan, and she tagged him in it, and it was a picture of her ticket to Atlanta United versus LAFC. Oh like, no. Oh no! Oh no! Someone, someone, share this now. She <laughs> tagged Zlatan in it. She did. Yeah, I think she has since deleted it, but um, it was that. Oh no! Yeah, that has so... to be somewhere, right? I'm, I am so. I got, I got so many, so many words. <laughs> <laughs> did yeah, you retweet so, uh, this? I, I think I did at some point. Yeah. Oh um, man! But, but I, I tweet I a lot too. Lot That'll take me a while. So yeah, um, but but yeah, no, that's that's the one for me too that I'll be watching. Um, so Saturday, 4 p.m. Uh, Central Time, ESPN National TV. So that's gonna be a good one. Um, and then next week, no more free MLS Live. That's the other big news. Um, ESPN Plus is is launching on April 12th. So you have to pay five bucks a month if you want to watch all these MLS games. So. Uh, or if you're a Chicago Fire fan, you're gonna have to play five bucks a month to uh, to watch Chicago Fire games, even if you're in Chicago, because that's how they're doing it. So that makes no sense, dude. Oh my God, poor Chicago Fire fans. They can't be happy. There's no way. Yeah, they're uh, Fire gonna have uh, nobody watching their games, so it's gonna not be great for them. Um, but is there a face palm emoji around here? I'm trying to sh- I'm trying to share that uh, trying to share that, ladies. <laughs> Tweet, man, I found it. Yeah, it's got to be a face. Bad. Oh, there's the face palm. That's what you get. <laughs> you might, you're getting blackface face palm. Oh boy. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know where to go with that one. Um, yeah, I don't go anywhere. But you're like, hey, you can you can do that now. Emojis do not discriminate. All right, you can be yellow, white, black, everything. There's a diverse range of emoji available, which is a good thing. All right. Um, <laughs> So yeah, man. Any uh, any final words for our, uh, our our listeners ahead of your uh, your big trip to LA? Oh man, if you guys are out there, come say hey. Come split a kombucha with me, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's just fun to say, really, and even more fun to drink. 
but we, uh, no, we should, we should probably there, give, you hey. the, uh, give you the reins to the no other pod Snapchat while you're out there. Oh, snap. I, literally, I'll snap it up, dude. Yeah, I just thought of that, but I think that's a brilliant idea. That wouldn't be a bad so, idea at all. I, I, uh, dude, I might, I might link up with your brother while I'm up there. Do it. Uh, yeah, why not? Um, you might grab the, a bite to eat or something. Yeah, I don't, I don't think he's, he's going to the game because he's a Portland fan. But yeah, he's around. Right. He's got, he's a college student who's got nothing better to do. Absolutely. So, uh, give him a shot. The beach, find some babes. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> He can show you some Snapchat pointers because that's what he had to do for me because I'm too old to understand how it all works. Dude, um, I'm too old to understand how Twitter works, all right? I'm just like, you guys, you really tweet that much? How do you do this? Because <laughs> I have no life. Um, <laughs> it is your job. Well, it is, and it's my job. Um, so <laughs> that helps. Uh, but, yeah, man, have fun. Yeah, follow us on Snapchat at no other pod. We'll, uh, we'll tweet out the uh, our Snap code a little later this week so you all can follow us. Um, Dan will uh, be out there snapping it up. Hopefully, <laughs> people follow me, and it's just I forget to switch over from my personal <laughs> one, and I'm I'm just posting a bunch of dog faces. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Well, uh, so maybe, like me too. Yeah, maybe if we're lucky, we'll get a lot in signing on there. No other pod Snapchat. Um, oh shoot! You might get a lot in signing. Yeah, I might even. I'll have my shirt on too. I promise. Well, get, that's good because we've seen enough shirtless snaps from Latif. We don't need. That's what I'm yet. saying. I'm trying to get on his level. I am if going to Disney. Latif, you, you might well, get that Mickey actually, Mouse face. What you need to do? Well, you're going. So this is what you need to do. You need to find Latif because you'll be in LA. <laughs> take him to Disneyland with you to buy him real Minnie Mouse ears and then take a shirtless snap and send it to me. Oh, um, dude. He'd probably get in for free too, little guy. Yeah. Children on the get in for free. Nothing's so. free at that place. <laughs> no, not at all. Not I'm even about close. to lose my life savings. Um, but it will be the most happiest place on earth. So. Yeah, but everything's getting remodeled, man. Everything's like getting refurbished this time of year. Just uh, make sure you wrap your sporting gear. You might see some other oh, yeah. sporting fans while you're there. Give them a shout oh, for out. Show. If you the do show. while you're there, snap some sporting fans from Disneyland. So. Dude, that'd be, well, uh, that'd be cool. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, follow us on Snapchat at No Other Pod, Twitter at No Other Pod, at JCMacko3, and at Dan Kuzer. Like us on Facebook, No Other Pod. You can send us an email, NoOtherPod at gmail.com. We've gotten a, a few of those. We always respond to those emails. So if you have any questions or long uh, comments or anything, let us know. iTunes reviews. Um, yep, hit those iTunes reviews. Uh, and uh, other than that, we'll be back. Next week, after uh, Dan and the boys hopefully beat Zlatan and LA Galaxy. So, uh, yeah, that's what we got there this you go. week. So, for Dan, I'm Jimmy, and uh, we'll all talk to you later. We'll see ya. Ha <laughs> ha!